Today's episode of Sports Headlines is presented by Podgo. What's Podgo? Well, Warner, Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. So you're telling me that if I include an ad from Podgo, they're going to tell me up front how much I'll make? Of course. If you apply today, actually, to become a member, you'll be immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Really? So it'll be specified for my show and my type of podcast? Yeah. So all you have to do is go to podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot co, C-O. And when you apply, make sure you add our podcast, Sports Headlines, and the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. All right. I'll do that as soon as I can. Yep, again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Let's get back to today's episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Headlines podcast or show. I'm your host for this series, Sean Davis. We are back with it with our third season recap. Um, so that's off-season preview. You guys are new to the series. Make sure you guys go over to our Patreon. This episode is actually exclusive to our Patreon, so it's patreon.com slash 410lines. This will be available to all our Patreons. Uh, so for $1 a month, you get access to all the season recaps, slash off-season previews, um, and our SH mailbag, and more. Um, so with that being said, let's dive right into it. But again, guys, it's patreon.com slash 410lines. And make sure you guys go there. $1 a month, you guys can support the channel, get access to this, uh, our scouting reports, not the mock drafts and this type of team, um, exclusive mock drafts. Um, so let's get right into it here uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. This was, without a doubt, a very roller coaster of emotions of a year. That's a lot to say there, but it was it was that for this Baltimore Ravens team. Um, it was an up and down. I can't describe it any other way than just putting it like that. Um, so coming off the of last season, the expectations were high. Lamar Jackson coming off an MVP caliber season. Actually, not MVP caliber season. He won the whole daggone thing. He won MVP last year. Um and the expectations were high coming in this year. And start off with the draft last year. I thought they were one of the better draft classes. Patrick Queen, J.K. Dobbins, Devin DuVernay. I like their draft class coming into this season. And I'm not, I'm not going to say now I don't like it. Um, I still like it. So, but with that being said, uh, the greatest team, it just didn't quite perform to the standards that we kind of, thought they were going to so um season recap again uh so they finished the season uh let me make sure i have you know my all my stats and stuff correct um they finished the season uh they made the playoffs for back-to-back seasons but they went 11 and 5 you have to go 11 and 5 they start the season red high and they had this stretch towards the middle of the season where they dropped three games in a row to uh, New England, uh, an inferior New England team, to the Titans, to the Steelers, and and which made us question ourselves: um, Is this team really, really good? I mean, they lost the Chiefs earlier in the year as well, so you're really like, okay. Uh, and Lamar, 
it looks like we're a little bit like teams kind of figured out this gimmicky offense, if you will, because, I mean, we weren't seeing the same old Lamar Jackson. And, yeah, they ran the ball for 3,000 yards again. But, I mean, at, at some point, it's going to catch up. It's going to. And that's why at the start of the season in particular, when, you know, where they weren't fighting for a playoff spot every week, it felt like. That's why Greg Roman was like, hey, we got, there was a lot more uh, – there was a lot less, I feel, of the, of the design read options. Lamar was throwing the ball a lot more. The reason being is because they know they're going to win a Super Bowl, which is the ultimate goal. Again, you look at it from a lens of, hey, how how are we going to win a Super Bowl? Um, that that was what's going that was going to have to be done. You're going to have to make Lamar as good of a pack of, of a pocket quarterback as possible. You're gonna win football games deep and make a deep run in the playoffs. And people were criticizing, like, no, oh my god, why would you go away from what made you successful last year? And Greg Roman, he actually went back to at the end of the year because they were like, okay, crap, screw all this. Let's just go try to make the playoffs and make some noise in the playoffs. And then um after that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. So, you know. And when you look at the teams they played, I mean, they didn't play part, like great against the really good teams. Cleveland week one, I don't really count that. Um, Kansas City, they got beat pretty convincingly in a game with Lamar Jackson, 97 passing yards. Lost to Pittsburgh twice. I really only count one of them. Um, yeah, they beat Indy. They lost to New England, Tennessee, Pittsburgh again. Uh, they beat Cleveland in a game where I'm like, Cleveland very well could have been, arguably should have won that game in Cleveland. And even now, I know, I know we all like to talk about, uh, yo, my God, Lamar Jackson was like Superman. He came back and saved his team, saved the day, kept their playoff hopes alive. But I'm going to make the rare argument, I think Baker outplayed him. I think Baker Mayfield as a quarterback outplayed Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. I would, you asked me week one, I'd say Lamar Jackson over Baker. You asked me today, January 26th, I'm taking Baker Mayfield over Lamar Jackson as a quarterback to lead my team to a win. Baker in his first ever playoff game, Baker in his first playoff game, you know, won and he played so well, he didn't have he didn't look like um, he, he was uh, afraid in the moment at all, which, again, not, not me as an Oklahoma fan, I am not surprised by that one bit. I've seen this Baker Mayfield since Oklahoma, okay? So with that being said, so yeah, again, I'm just not confident in Lamar Jackson to win me big-time playoff games. And in case in point, the playoffs against Tennessee, yeah, they beat Tennessee, but they didn't win that game with his arm, which is why I said they're going to have to do to beat the Kansas Cities, the Buffaloes, the Clevelands next year. Um, Indy, if they get Matthew Stafford, shoot, the Chargers, um, the Jets, if they get Deshaun Watson. Um, they won this game against the Titans because they ran the ball with Lamar Jackson, and, they, and their defense came up big. And the defense played phenomenal. And Lamar Jackson was just simply too good as as 
um, using his legs, okay? And then you go to Buffalo on the road, big time playoff game. You win this game, you go to the AFC Championship game. And Josh Allen, who didn't play particularly well, Lamar Jackson, okay, is three to three going into halftime. Buffalo comes out. I'm, again, I'm not going to condone the fact that Justin Tucker for this game and this game only forgot to kick. Not condoning that. But Buffalo comes out of the half and they take a five and a half minute drive, score a touchdown. And Baltimore is driving down the field. We're talking eight minute drive in the red zone, third and goal at the nine. Lamar Jackson completely just throws a, a terrible pass to uh, Teron Johnson for a 101-yard pick six. And that was the game. You score a touchdown right there, or you make up for you have one of those longer drives in the first half. You convert on third down. You win the game against Buffalo. Lamar Jackson has to improve as a pocket passing quarterback, or they will not win anything. They won't win anything. They will not. Um, so my season grade, yeah, I talked a lot about Lamar. Um, my season grade for the Ravens, I'll talk a little bit more, hopefully, about the rest of the team here. Um, I see the grade for this team as a C. The expectations going to the were so high. You kind of wonder, were they unrealistic? That's kind of what I think up here. Like, were those goals so unrealistic? Um, and, I mean, like, the pass rush was, if you really think about it, the pass rush was okay. It was fine. You can't really give it too much credit because of the fact that you want to say, well, hey, you know, they 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 bring pressure on the quarterback, blah, 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 with with, with their pass rush. The pass rush is, is really good. Is it, though, is it is it really because, yeah, they're in the top half of, you know, making the uh, uh, top half of the league in, in sacks, but they blitz. Astronomically, like where they are one of the most outside maybe Tampa looking at this, Tampa blitzes a lot, Seattle blitz a lot. Um, and then Baltimore, they, those are like three of the highest blitz teams in football. They blitz a lot. And that's that's a problem because even when you face Patrick Mahomes, you cannot blitz Patrick Mahomes, because when you blitz Patrick Mahomes. You're taking away an extra defender. You have to, and Oakland showed the formula, and I hope, honestly, I hope that Tampa and Todd Bowles will preview to the Super Bowl. I hope they learn from their mistakes of saying, you know what? We can't blitz. This is Patrick Mahomes. We got to drop back. Look at what the uh, the Raiders did. You you rush forward. And I think, I, which is so weird going off topic with the Bucks. Unlike the Ravens, the Bucs have the edge rushers and the pressure, especially if Vita Veda is healthy. They have the pass rushers 
to get to Brady without having to bring extra, you know, Vita Vea, Dominicus Sue, uh, JPP, Shaq Barrett. They have the the edge rushers, excuse me, to get after Patrick Mahomes. So, but again, go back to the Ravens. I mean, it, we know what the second is. The secondary is elite, arguably, at least in the AFC. I think the only secondary that can rival this one is Buffalo. I would arguably pick Baltimore only because of because I I think Buffalo is the better safety duo. Baltimore is better corner duo. I think Baltimore is better because corners are easily more important in my opinion than safeties. Um, so you have that, but the defense, I just expect more. I think they have to change it up a little bit next year. Um, excuse me. I think they have to change it up next year. And there's a lot of work to be done. I would just be a Super Bowl team. I think, honestly, they're farther away than the Browns because there's only so much you can do. You just paid a crap ton of money to, um, crap. You just paid a crap ton of money to uh, Ronnie Stanley. There's there's rumors about Lamar Jackson being paid in the $40 million range, and they're that stupid to give him that. Now your salary cap is really shot, okay? Um, so now, I mean, and you're really, you're really holding yourself to, you know, we got we to gotta improve in the draft. And I mean, you take an edge rush, because I think, I think honestly, it's just really tough. You're the two biggest uh, glares to me for this Ravens offense, for this team in general. Maybe interior offensive line. I think wide receiver is a glaring hole. I think edge rusher is another big hole because the the goal is you scout. I mean, you you build your team around the teams who are the best teams around. So, like, for example, the NBA, Golden State with KD and all that stuff, the Rockets are the prime example of this. They built their team to beat the Warriors. The Ravens are – you have, they have to build their team to beat the Chiefs. So, like, what I say with the Browns, the Browns are kind of beat – they're going to build their team to beat the Chiefs and the Ravens. So, I said for the Browns, you know, get a little – get speedier, quicker in the linebacking core, et cetera, et cetera. The Ravens – I say you either, you know, they're not the Browns. I say they either, you know, go wide receiver in the draft or, excuse me, go wide receiver in the draft or, you know, you go and you fix that, you get more of a, an edge rush presence so you don't have to blitz so often. So you could drop uh, seven in the coverage and rush for it. That is the ideal situation. Uh, if you're facing the Kansas City Chiefs, you want to drop, I mean, rush four, drop seven in the coverage. And so many times in the past, it happened last year, I believe, and it, it happened this year. You cannot rush mo- more than four guys on Patrick Mahomes. It just will not work. Will not, it won't work. Patrick Mahomes is going to slice and dice you if you do that. If you do that, okay? Um my uh, free agency, my offseason preview. I guess that was kind of my offseason preview. Um, especially if they, if they pay Lamar Jackson, um, 
that amount of money, we're talking the 40, I mean, the 30, 40 million dollar range. Man, oh man, that's tough. Let's take a look at the schedule really quickly. Go to the next year so I can get my predictions as of right now. Um, so obviously you got the ASC North uh, twice a year. On Well, they actually get the host Kansas City this year. The AFC North schedule is tough. I said it a couple years ago, and I was wrong, dead wrong. I said it was going into last year, I was like, ah, oh, Baltimore might be the worst team in the division because I was like, hey, they lost a lot. Going into next year, I think they're going to be the third, or uh, they might get lucky. I like Pittsburgh going into next year. They might be the second-best team. But it's going to be a bad second best, like a 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't like this team at all going into next year, based off of right now. Um, their home schedule is brutal. I mean, Pittsburgh, well, I think it's going to be – I mean, it's Pittsburgh and Baltimore. It's going to be a good matchup. Cleveland, who I really like. Cincy will be much improved, hopefully. Kansas City, Indianapolis, especially if they get Matt Stafford. The Chargers should be most, much improved. The Packers, so like the no-trade Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, Warner. Um, Minnesota should be better next year. Um, and then on the, on the road, it's a little better for them. Miami, Detroit, Chicago, Denver, Vegas, and then the AFC North teams. I think 9-7 is right around the right spot for this team. Um, it's going to hinge on Lamar Jackson. If he turns into a pocket passer, and they give him any amount of weapons, any or they, I this team's in a really tough spot. I think you know the uh, this gimmicky offense is kind of running out of time. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's my season recap slash off-season preview for the Ravens. It's a little bit shorter than previously, but uh. Thank you guys for watching and listening to the most authentic places. By actually watching, this is not on podcast because this is only available on Patreon. Again, guys, patreon.com slash sports headlines. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.